Martha Hink with the Food Bank of East Alabama. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah, we appreciate your time as always. So for those who uh, are unfamiliar with what the Food Bank of East Alabama does and, and you know how many counties you guys serve, kind of give us a, an overview of of uh, kind of what all what all you guys can do sure. and cover. So that's a, actually a great question. I sat down with Mike Eads, the news editor at the OA News, a while back, and he said, what is the one thing that people don't understand about the food bank? And I thought that was a great question. You know, they know it has to do with food, it has to do with hungry people. They're just not exactly sure how that works. So um, just by way of explanation, um, let's just say Salvation Army will, will get food and will distribute it out to people in need. So we would call that a food pantry. The food bank supplies that food pantry. So basically our job is to gather together the best supply of donated food that we can, and then we make that available to churches and nonprofit organizations that have an outreach to the community in need. So we have at this point about 225 agencies that come to us for food. These are soup kitchens and food pantries and shelters and uh, rehab programs. Um, and they're throughout a seven-county service area. We're not the Auburn Food Bank or the Lee County Food Bank sure. or the Food Bank of East Alabama. So essentially, our service area is Randolph County, Chambers, Russell, Barber, Lee, Macon, Tallapoosa. Got so it. seven counties. Yeah. Just backing up for a second. You said 225 agencies? 225 agencies, and you know what's really interesting is that some of these are little teeny tiny uh, churches out in the boondocks on up into big organizations like you know Valley Haven or, or Head Start. So we have to be able to kind of work with a, a wide variety of, of agencies. Um, about half of them are based in churches, are mm -hmm. faith-based, and that makes sense because you know in the rural areas. Um, it's really churches that are that are uh, that have the outreach. You know, here in Lee County, we're extraordinarily blessed by having such a strong social service network, but that's not the case in in all of the counties that we serve. So what we do is just look for who is who is getting food out, who is serving their community, and then we partner with them in providing the food. How often do you guys add agencies, or has this kind of stayed around the same number for a while? Well, we, we gain some, we lose some. Um, so it has stayed, it's gone up as high as 245, and then it's dropped down b below 220. But we usually each um, each month, um, we I present uh, to, uh, tomorrow. Wednesday is my board meeting. We'll be presenting an agency for their consideration for uh, for membership. So it, it, uh, it stays around that amount, um, too. I will say, I tell you, we, we've had a... We've had a challenging few months. I know everybody's had challenges, but uh, sure. at the at the food bank when the when the pandemic hit, quite a number of our agencies shut down. You know, and it makes sense. They were operating out of churches, and they were using you know churches shut down, and they were using volunteers. A lot of their volunteers were elderly, um, and so at one point, only about a third of our agencies were operating. Well, that really concerned us because we needed to get the food out. So it really forced us to take a, a more active role than we normally do. So we load up our truck, it turns into a mobile food pantry, drive to an area, and we did a lot of direct distribution right off the sides of the truck uh, in a, in a drive-by kind of a method. And, and actually, I think we have three of those events going on this week where we're loading up, driving to an area, and people are uh, an age, still working with an agency that will arrange to have people there. And, and then we, uh, we drop the food, and it gets out that way. So it, it's, been a, it's been a challenging few months. Where will those events be this week? Oh, now you're going to test my memory. So we've got one going down to Eufaula tomorrow. That one's actually really cool. It's at a, a farmer's market that operates on the weekends. And it's, uh, it's going to be, during the week, it, the building is, is unoccupied. So we'll be distributing out of Eufaula community or farmer's market. 
uh, we have one going down to Macon County and one going up to Lafayette on okay. Thursday as well. So, gotcha. Fantastic. Yeah. How has community support been, Martha? I mean, since COVID started and over the past uh, the past few months, as you said, it's kind of been been more difficult. How has volunteers been? How have donations been? I mean, how has the East Alabama community kind of backed the food bank? Well, I'll tell you, I just, I can't say enough about how the community stepped up to support what we do financially. That is just absolutely amazing. You know, everything from a little kid who brought in money from a piggy bank on up into family foundations bringing a, a $10,000 check. We just, I, I just can't say enough about how strong the support has been. Um, volunteers have been super challenging, right, when the university closed down and we, for a time, stopped having volunteers. Now we're able to, we've opened, been open to volunteers and, and are actively, actively uh, recruiting volunteers right at this point. Um, we do, our volunteers are required to wear masks um, and uh, we, so we, uh, we have a large area now where they work so that we can have the social distance um, going on. Um, the biggest challenge, honestly, has been our food supply. Um, that. I'll tell you what, we learned a lot about the supply chain in this country and how challenging it was. And in the same way that all of us tried to go to the grocery store to get, oh, I don't know, like toilet paper, for example. Oh, yeah. It wasn't mm -hmm. that there was no toilet paper. It was just a supply chain issue. And in the same way that we got panicky when we went to the grocery store and started seeing there wasn't that much there, our agencies were experiencing that. And sure enough, the people that they were serving experienced that same sort of sense of panic and uncertainty and a lot of worry. Things have leveled out quite a bit, um, but there was a time where I had the funding, but I couldn't find any place to spend it because the food just wasn't available. As we currently sit, are there certain foods that you guys need more of than others as far as people are willing to, to donate? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is green beans. Sorry, an, an inside joke. Um, so summer is actually a super challenging time in the world of food banking because you have children that have been able to rely on uh, school breakfasts or lunches Many of them don't have access to that, um, even though there's a good summer feeding program, but that's, that doesn't take the place of the school lunches. So any kind of food um, that is kid-friendly, so peanut butter and jelly and mac and cheese, um, canned, canned fruits and vegetables, those things are just incredibly um, needed at this point. Sure. You usually come in here with the, the really eye-opening stat with, you know, the amount of families that are that are food insecure throughout these seven county areas. Yeah, so it, it's estimated that our um, our area, our seven-county service area, that there's more than 64,500 people um, mm -hmm. that are food insecure. Now, my food bank, with our, our partnership of agencies, we're able to um, distribute around 34 food to about 34,000 people. So we, we see that there's a, a gap there. You know, I guess the one thing that I would really stress too is, you know, sometimes people will say, my little bit can't, I can't really give that much. And so my little bit's not really gonna make a difference. And it can be really overwhelming when you think about the numbers, but you know what? If you break it down and say, well, gosh, I can't feed all of those people, but you know, my family could help another family. If I do that and if you do that, and if each one of us just does what we can do, we could have an amazing impact on, on addressing food insecurity. Absolutely. And what, what's the best way to do that? Is it to, to donate money to you guys? Is it to drop some you know, non-perishable items in a, in a drop-off location? I mean, what, what, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, so I would say all of, all of the above. So you know, here's the thing. Every pound of food that is distributed, every hour of volunteer work that somebody gives to us, every dollar that is contributed 
all of that goes toward helping us move the needle in addressing food insecurity. You know, the truth is, uh, there's not a morning that I, I'm usually the first one to work, there's not a morning I get there that I don't open up the donation bin that's in front of the food bank. And there's always some bags of food in there, always. And obviously that needs to be non-perishable because um, it's, I, we don't know how long it's been, it's been sitting out. Although we can handle, you know, any kind of frozen or, or perishable food. Uh, we have a lot of people that, are, that have chickens, backyard chickens, right? So we're getting a lot of eggs. Had somebody that came in last week and brought us potatoes from their garden. That was really pretty cool. That's cool. Can find a home for that. But the truth is, we can we can make a dollar go really far. So for every dollar we receive in a donation, we can distribute the equivalent of seven meals. Now I challenge you to do that if you go to the grocery store. Yeah. What a dollar you might get one of your green beans, right? Maybe <laughs> even two of your green beans if they're on sale. Um, but you know, the seven meals for a dollar is actually pretty amazing. We. We run a really tight ship. We're as good as stewards as we can possibly be with these resources. We take that very seriously. Martha Hink with the Food Bank of East Alabama joining us right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. This is the Abbey Award-winning Auburn Opelika this morning. He taught you how to ride a bike, listen to your mom, and never touch the thermostat. Now it's time to pay Dad back with the ultimate Father's Day prize package. A Blackstone 22-inch tabletop griddle from University Ace Hardware. A $100 Visa gift card from the Orthopedic Clinic. A 50-inch smart TV from Rick's Audio, Video, and Appliance. And a case of Dad's favorite, Pepsi. To enter, text FATHER to 59925. Data rates may apply. Or register at NewstalkWANI.com. Good luck. Your home is the one place your family should feel safest, but the biggest threat could be in the middle of your living room. This is Trent Simmons with Top Hat Chimney Sweeps, and our goal is to keep your home and family safe. Locally owned and operated, Top Hat Chimney Sweeps technicians have the experience and certifications to keep your fireplace from becoming a hazard. And if you're looking to improve your fireplace, we have the perfect redesign for your home. Visit us at calltophat.com. We guarantee you'll be swept away thinking of medical school edward via college of osteopathic medicine in auburn has award-winning medical education and research programs vcom partners with auburn university for student activities research and sports medicine physicians to care for tiger athletes vcom is providing tomorrow's physicians for auburn and the surrounding communities find out more at vcom.edu that's vcom.edu it's Layla from Classic Hits, Wings 94.3. Whatever 2021 brings, Synergy Home Care of East and Central Alabama is here to help you make it a great year. If you or a loved one need some extra help recovering from illness or surgery, or help with daily tasks like chores and errands, or a companion to help make life not so lonely, they have friendly, compassionate caregivers standing by. Call Synergy Home Care today, 334-203-1850, or visit SynergyHomeCare.com. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. This is the Abbey Award-winning Auburn Opelika This Morning. News Talk, WKNI. 
Martha Hink with the Food Bank of East Alabama joining us in studio this morning. So there's been several events uh, throughout the community over the past week or two weeks or so that have uh, that have done their part and, and tried to help out the food bank. Yeah, that's true. And doesn't it feel a little bit like life is returning to a little bit more normal? I'm not sure we'll recognize normal. But, you know, one of the things that I just love is that you can take a fun event that provides good food um, for uh, for people in the community, but also incorporate into that a way of extending that blessing of food to people that are food insecure. So that is super cool. So, you know, the event at Rob's Ribs, right. I mean, who doesn't like, you know, barbecue and and, uh, and that kind of food? Um, and then this past weekend, uh, Burger Wars um, over in uh, over in Opelika with Man. the Happy Hour Rotary. We, we were all there. It's crazy how many people were there. Yeah, yeah. On, on, uh, it was on packed. A very, on a very hot, humid day. Gosh, huh? It was very hot. Very hot. I felt a little sorry for Obby, who was in full costume. I was thinking that was a tough. Job. He's just a cat. Well, he's used true. to it. He's. I mean, he asks for all the time. Yeah. <laughs> My kids are listening. But I'm but sorry, yeah. but but it's, it's got to be cool though to to see to see different groups throughout the community doing what they can to help out. Absolutely, that is just uh, incredibly heartwarming, and it's and it's a way, you know, it's a way of saying you can have fun, you can do great events, enjoy that, but at the same time be able to do something to help other people. That that's pretty cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so as far as um as far as how people can help right now, how people can volunteer and all that, what's the best way to sign up for all of that? Yeah, so the best way is to just go to our website, just foodbankofeastalabama.com, all spelled out. Uh, click on the the tab that says volunteer. Gives you some information. It takes you to a calendar where you can plug in. If you want to do two hours on this day, you can you can sign up for that. Uh, we very much need volunteers. I think this morning there was just one in the a volunteer at the seven to nine shift. More coming later. Um, we've got a couple of cool projects going on in addition to doing the sorting of food. And in that area where we sort food, a couple of y'all mentioned you've been a part of that before. They sort through an, uh, an average of 84,000 pounds of food a month. So that's, wow. that's, not, that's not a small operation. No, right it's there. not. But it's, what's really cool is that's the food that used to just go into the landfills. And this is a way of sorting, getting out the good from the bad, and then what's good then get, gets distributed out to people in need. So that's, that's really cool. Um, we're also packing some boxes um, that are going out specifically to families with children. We're calling them TANF uh, boxes. Um, we've got a couple of other projects. Our backpack program has wound down for the summer. It'll be gearing back up again. We've got some senior boxes that we're packing. So uh, we would very much welcome volunteers. And, you know, and if people want to come as a group, if, if, uh, if you want a team-building um, event for your, uh, you know, for, with your coworkers, uh, would love to have you sign up and, and join us for that. Bring a T-shirt. I've got a, a, a long line of T-shirts hanging up there. That's our wall of fame. Okay. That's cool. Quick question that my wife had that she sent to me is, what non-food items do people not realize that, that you guys also distribute that you need? Oh, that is such a great question. She's a smart woman. I know you told me that that she was, but I, I reiterate that. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's interesting. Non, uh, non-food items... Um, are super valuable because people can't use food stamps to get things like toilet paper and toothpaste and toothbrushes, baby diapers. And yet those things are like really, I mean, they're very expensive. So mm -hmm. we actually diapers. have, I guess I can say this on air. We're in a group of men here, but I have got a group that, um, that collects like feminine products because again, great need, expensive, um, rarely gets, comes to us in, in mm -hmm. as volunteers. That's actually junior league that does that. So those kinds of things are just super valuable. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, absolutely. We are joined this morning by Martha Hink with the Food Bank of East Alabama. We will wrap up our conversation in just a moment right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Need an MRI, CT, X-ray, or mammogram? Let your doctor know that you'd like to go to Bridgeway Diagnostics. Superior technology. Need an MRI, CT, X-ray, or mammogram? Let your doctor know that you'd like to go to Bridgeway Diagnostics. Superior technology at a fraction of the price. All delivered with the care and attention to detail that you need from your diagnostic imaging practice. Come see why more and more patients call our doctors their radiologist. Learn more online at 2bridgeway.com. That's the number 2, bridgeway.com. At Grady's Tire and Auto, your complete auto care center, everything rotates around you. When you visit Grady's, you always get personable attention and high-quality work. They service all makes and models, and there's even a diesel mechanic on staff. And Grady's carries all major brand tires, including Michelin and BF Goodrich. For local service you can trust, visit Grady's Tire and Auto at 1212 First Avenue in Opelika and at Grady'sTireAndAuto.com. has completed their 114th year of serving their community. This next one goes out to Auburn Bank, champions of you. Touchdown, Auburn Bank. The champions of you are 114-0. Welcome to Auburn Bank. How can we help? I hear y'all are undefeated. Helping you achieve your financial goals is our goal. Visit championsofyou.com to see how we can serve you. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. We're midway through bath time, and two medium, two-topping Domino's pizzas for $5.99 each have begun their drive to the Smith's front door. That's a GPS-enabled custom delivery alert, folks. The newest improvement to the Domino's tracker saying Domino's will be there in two minutes. They're calling an audible. Bath time's now rinse time. They've got one kid drive, two kids drive. The pizzas are here. They made it to the door. The kids are cleaning up. The new Domino's tracker with GPS worked again. Two at a minimum. Pan pizza will be extra. Ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. He taught you how to ride a bike, listen to your mom, and never touch the thermostat. Now it's time to pay Dad back with the ultimate Father's Day prize package. A Blackstone 22-inch tabletop griddle from University Ace Hardware. A $100 Visa gift card from the orthopedic clinic. A 50-inch smart TV from Rick's Audio, Video, and Appliance. And a case of Dad's favorite, Pepsi. To enter, text FATHER to 59925. Data rates may apply. Or register at NewsTalkWANI.com. Good luck. 98.7 98.7 FM and 1400 AM. Final few minutes of today's edition of Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby, joined by Martha Hink with the Food Bank of East Alabama. And Martha, we were talking over the break just how much of an impact the food bank has throughout our community. I mean, especially last year with just, you know, everything that was going on. Yeah, it was pretty tremendous. You know, people sometimes have the idea that the the food bank is just a couple little cans sitting on a shelf someplace. And it's actually, you know, last year we distributed uh, over 5.8 million pounds of food. Okay, so that's hard to quantify. So let's think in terms of meals. That's 4.4 million meals. Or if you put all that food in a tractor trailer, which is how it came to us most of the time, and you lined it up, that would be 232 18-wheelers of food that come in and go out in the course of a month's time. So no, not a small operation at all. That's yeah, incredible. It, it, it pretty much breaks down to every single workday. 
there, you know, Monday through Friday, there's a tractor trailer of food leaving the food bank going to over 200 different organizations in the area to feed people. I mean, it's it's mind blowing to think about that much food being processed through, and that that's not enough to to meet the need we have in East Alabama right. as far as food insecurity goes. Right, that's true. I I assume that number has gone up as the population has gone up, right? It has. You know, we're we're they're, they're trying really. The dust hasn't settled, so they're trying really hard to get numbers. Um, our parent organization, Feeding America has been working on that. It's gotten a little bit complicated because stimulus checks and uh, extended unemployment benefits have impacted, in a positive way, have impacted people. Um, things are going to be ending. The, the, uh, the eviction uh, uh, moratorium is, is ending. Uh, there's probably right. no more stimulus checks, those kinds of things. We do really see some difficult months uh, ahead um, as things play out. But uh, yeah, it, it's a little hard. It's just a little hard to quantify those at this sure. point. Sure, sure. Martha, we only have about a minute and a half or so left. How can folks volunteer again? And then also, what's the best way to give? And if there are specific items that you need, what, what are those? Sure. So I'm going to start with that last question first. Sure. We love peanut butter. And if somebody dropped off uh, some jars of peanut butter, that would be absolutely super. Might even put in some plastic jars of, of jelly. That would be super. That will that will find a good home this summer. Cool. Um, so people can, uh, 24 hours a day, you know, seven days a week, you can drop off non-perishable food at our donation bin that's outside our building. Um, larger amounts of donations, you can call the food bank, just uh, 821-9006, and make arrangements for that to be picked up. Um, also, uh, it would really encourage people just to check out our volunteer page. We would love having some volunteers. If you have two hours to give, that would be super. That's two hours of, of, of making a difference uh, in, in our operation. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, you guys do a, a tremendous job. And, and how long have you guys been in the new building for? Oh, gosh. Well, uh, we moved a year ago this past January. Okay. One of the things I was just going to point out, I'm the first one to get to work every day, and I go into the front lobby, open up, turn on the lights, and up on the wall next to me is a big sign that says gratitude. And I'm reminded every single day to be so grateful for that building. You know, the, it was the support from the community that enabled us to move into that building, support from the city of Auburn. We are so grateful. Martha, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for everything you do for the community. We really appreciate it. Thank you. That's Martha Hink with the Food Bank of East Alabama joining us. Lindsay, good show? Good show. Let's do it again tomorrow. Yeah, I am handing you the keys, my friend. This show is yours for the remainder of the week. I'll be back on Monday. Lindsay will be back tomorrow. Have a fantastic day, everyone, and get back to work.